Of all the wonders of nature, a tree in summer is perhaps the most remarkable, with the possible exception of a moose singing Embraceable You in spats. From Woody Allen. Good morning, everyone. I'm Rob McCall. This is the Awanaju Almanac, a collection of natural and unnatural events, rank opinion, and wild speculation devoted to feeling at home in nature and breaking down the wall of hostility between us and the rest of creation. And this is the Almanac for July 29th to August 5th, 2005. It's coming up on the new Sturgeon Moon, according to the old Farmer's Almanac. Well, here's some natural events. Walking through the cemetery in Eastport this week, we spied a large gray and black dragonfly warming itself on the sunny side of a white marble monument. As we moved in to get a closer look, it got the same idea and flew suddenly onto the pocket of our white shirt, turning its huge head with its slate mosaic eyes to look up into our face. Its body was four or more inches long and its wingspan closer to five. A brief moment of fear was quickly erased by our clear sense of this enormous insect's utterly kind and benign curiosity. After a quick eternity of engagement, it whispered, Farewell, friend, and flew off to find another warm, sunny place. Recent soaking showers have eased the minds of blueberry growers, farmers, gardeners, and firefighters around here. Booming thunderstorms the other night lit up the sky, plunged our towns into darkness, and then scrubbed the air clean and blew it dry throughout the night. Some unnatural events. Having our goods produced thousands of miles away and shipped to us is a bit like a Maine honeybee deciding to buy California honey because it's too much trouble to make honey itself. It's downright unnatural. We've been cleaning out closets at the church, including boxes of yarn, needles, thread, and fabric, dating back to the days when most people made many things by hand. According to NPR, original American handcrafts are now being sent to China to be copied, mass-produced, shipped back, and sold to us for less than we can afford to make them here. As our economy bleeds to death from trade imbalances and wildly expensive military adventures, and India's and China's economies flourish, demanding more shrinking oil supplies. The time may soon come that we'll regret the day we quit making our own food, tools, and clothes. But we'll remember the old days quickly enough when we have to start hand-making goods for them. Here's a field and forest report. The town is currently mowing the fields on the south side of the mountain to keep them from reverting to forest. Here's a suggestion. Why not wait until late August to mow when all the wildflowers, like the milkweed, which is now just coming into bloom, have gone fully to seed, thus preserving the later blooming flowers for next year? Well, here's a rank opinion. Thoughts on the growing battle over Plum Creek Corporation's plans to develop hundreds of acres near Moosehead Lake. When it comes to using the land, the sea, and even outer space, we're a lot like little boys finding a wallet full of cash. They immediately begin making big plans about how they'll use the money for themselves, 
Pretty soon they start beating each other bloody over the prize as if it were theirs, even though the true owner could be found simply by looking in the wallet. The truth is, the earth does not belong to us any more than that money belongs to the boys who found it. It needs to be returned to its original owner. Maybe you remember Ronald Reagan used to tell the story of the preacher visiting the rancher and looking around saying, Isn't it wonderful what you and the Lord have done with this place? To which the rancher replied, You should have seen this place when the Lord had it all to himself. Well, maybe the rancher was proud, or maybe he was sorry and a little bit wistful. We don't own the world. We're the foremen, the stewards, the caretakers, called to manage the place as directed by the owner and to benefit all the tenants, not just ourselves. That seems simple enough. Can we do it? Not as long as we keep fighting over it like little boys. And finally, here are two summer seed pods for you to carry around with you. First one from Lewis Carroll. I'd give all the wealth that years have piled, the slow result of life's decay, to be once more a little child for one bright summer day. And from William Carlos Williams, In summer, the song sings itself. Well, that's the almanac for this quarter moon, but don't take it from us. Go out and see for yourself.